Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this joint go, go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt About to take you on a ride like you never felt Up and down real smooth like a carousel Moving in our own lane, no parallel Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else What's up, what's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you, as always, for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, presented by the away team and coming to you from the top shelf. This is episode number 16. I go by the name of Mike on the mic. I bring the light, insight, no hype. And if you get most sleep in your life, it just might help you get yourself right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S-L-E-E-P. I asked the number four Y O U. Subscribe and listen to new episodes, old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Like, leave comments, show love, show hate. We're here for it all. And check in for new info and content at sleepisforyou.com, our new website that we just launched last week. We got some exciting things going on on there right now. We got some very new and exciting things to come in 2020. Uh, we're going to be coming with some announcements soon, so we'll let y'all know what's going on. But uh, the first thing that we do want to announce, that we're proud to announce, is Tat Picks, uh, which is uh, our uh, pretty much pick situation that we're, we're trying to help people who, you know, you you gambling, you betting, you trying to make a little bit of money on the side, or maybe that's the main thing that you're doing, but we're trying to help you with your selections. So for Sundays, at least for now, Saturdays maybe, we're going to have some picks coming. You can go to the website, sleepisforyou.com, follow the drop-down menu from the three lines, and go to hashtag TatPicks. Uh, you can see what we got going on there. Um, our motto for TatPicks is, you can't win if you don't play the game. So uh, as the great Dominic Toretto once said, you ask any real gambler, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or by a mile. Winning is winning. Uh, or something like that. Sorry, I zone out sometimes, but anyway. Um, if you mess with the show, tell a friend to tell two friends about us. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising, the best form of communication. So spread the word. Um, and uh, joining me in the studio, as always, is my co-host, Taylor. Yo, yo, yo. Season greetings. What's up? What's going Taylor, on? what's up? How you doing today? Doing good, man. The feeling in, feeling in a holiday mood? Yes, stay in the holiday mood. Beautiful, beautiful. It's all about the red and green right now. Yes, I love seeing people uh, shopping and go and go broke. I love it. <laughs> but I don't do that. How, how, how you feel about all the madness going out here? Going it's, it's on out here to, with it's the It's great to watch. I live right next to a, a mall, and they be in there going crazy. That's I love fact. watching it. Yeah. Yeah, they go crazy while I uh, I don't spend no money. It's definitely something to witness when you standing in line in the store and the line is long and people just start getting a little more rowdy, a little more grumbly, a little 
saying a little stuff under their breath, and the next thing you know, they in an argument with the person behind the cash register, and the person uh-huh. behind the cash register is like, yo, you don't even know. I love walking into a establishment, seeing a long line. I said, oh, no, I'm good, and I just leave. I'm not, really, I'm not that thirsty. I was about to go into Wawa earlier, literally to get something to drink, and when I walked in, the line was crazy. Yeah, and I, I, and just, I did a immediate about face. I'm a type of person, I took leave. Took it the other way. Yeah, I don't got time for that. I, I got to go. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Also joining us in the stoop, as always, our faithful and fantastic producer, E, on the boards. A.K.A. E Money Bags. E, e Money Bags. <laughs> e David in the mix. If y'all want to follow him on social media, he's on IG, at E David in the mix. Uh, there's at Eric David in the mix. There's underscores between the uh, words, the letters. So it's, there you go. There you go. So they, they will find you. Eric David in the mix. Uh, so uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, let's spin. And uh, we're going to start off this week with a, a quick review of the Saturday games. We're to that point in the season where they're starting to split things up, and it's not Thursday, Sunday, and Monday anymore. It's Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It's an all-weekend affair. Uh, so the first game we're going to talk about that transpired yesterday was the Patriots versus the Bills. Yep. And uh, that was a pretty good game. Yeah, as usual, the Patriots, you know, took care of business. Yeah, came out on top. The Bills still need still need that one one or two more players, and I think they can overtake them next year if they bring back everything. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was pretty much close throughout. The, um, it was it was close. Definitely, yeah, they were up. They actually up for a little while, but then you know, third or fourth quarter, that's time Brady's money time. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're only up by like a touchdown. Don't 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 fall asleep because Tom Brady will race that real fast. That's what he did. That's when they'll get you up out of there. Yep. Everybody knows. How- what the the uh, reputation is for the Patriots defense this season? They're not playing, so yeah, that's exactly what it, that defense will suffocate. All you gotta do is give Tom an opportunity, and he's gonna do his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting to the game real quick as far as uh, the actual numbers. The Patriots won twenty-four to seventeen to advance to twelve and three and to clinch their eleventh straight AFC East title. I believe that's a record now. Yeah, that's. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Eleven straight. And, and that's straight. that's a record in any sport. Yeah. So that's 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 tremendous for for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and, and the things they've been doing up there in the Northeast. Uh the Bills fall to ten and five. But they're, you know, still very much alive in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, they'll be in the playoffs. Race. They might mess around and see the Patriots again. I mean, it'll yeah. be in Foxborough, but mm-hmm. I think they're guaranteed a playoff spot. They just don't know where it's, well, it's going to be in that 5-6 range. So it don't matter. It's going to be the higher wire card, wild card seat or the, or the lower one. So they'll be on the road in the first week. Yeah. <clears throat> but they're still a good um, They're still a, a good team. They just need just just need a, a little bit more. And uh, I think they can, you know, see them so overtaking the Patriots in the next. Sean McDermott got them playing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Really, He's really, really coaching them up, and they're, yep. they're performing well for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one guy that came out and performed really well yesterday was Josh Allen. Um, I caught a little bit of the game. Well, not necessarily really well, but he did go 13 for 26, 208 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, he uses his feet so a lot, though. He uses his feet what it's supposed to do. That's not a bad line. Yeah. And as far as his feet goes, he had seven carries for 43 yards. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he, he definitely held up his end. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, the Patriots were too much, and they ended up coming out victorious. Uh, moving on to our other discussion from last night, the, the game that caught our eye was uh, the Rams versus the 49ers. Yeah, that was that was actually a really really good game. 49ers were at home and 
this was an NFC West matchup. So this was, um, you know, kind of uh, pivotal for the 49ers, not so much for the Rams, who currently sit at eight and seven. Uh, but the 49ers ended up coming out on top, 34 to 31. Yep. Uh, Robbie Gould kicked the game winning 33 yard field goal. This time expired. Yep. Uh, so that that was a, a good victory for San Francisco uh, as they continue their progress towards, uh, you know, possibly winning the uh, NFC. Uh, again, they're uh, currently sitting at 12 and three, uh, tied with the New Orleans Saints. Okay, yeah, they, yeah, they. I mean, there's everything gonna come down to the end uh, next week, which is good because usually week 17 don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? But maybe like one or two games, but it's gonna be like four or five games that's gonna be interesting to look at. So San Fran, uh, like I keep saying, last couple weeks, San Fran, the Saints, 49. I'm not saying San Fran, the Saints, the Seattle Seahawks, and Packers are still playing. You yep. know, for that number one. Or number two seed, trying to get that first week, uh, trying to get that week off, you know, get rested up for the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. Green still, Bay is still playing for something, yeah. Green Bay is currently sitting at eleven and three as well. Yep. So uh, you know they have their game tomorrow night, but uh, every yeah. everybody still has something to play for, so yeah. it's not going to be a situation where you're going to see a lot of people sitting out. Yeah, that week off, the last what I want to say, the last nine, ten years, that's. I think they're they're they've won the super they've won the Super Bowl or gotten to Super Bowl so having that week off is um, you know is uh, great you know get people healthy and stuff like mm-hmm. that so, makes yeah. a big difference yeah so absolutely yep so I do apologize for everybody I did forget to mention at the start of things uh, that our showtime uh, our I didn't mention our showtime which is now uh, nine o'clock p.m. So we did get things started a little later tonight, but just to give you all an idea of what's going on in the studio and where we're at, uh, so you know what's going on. Uh, So we're going to move forward to today and a recap of the 1 o'clock games, and we're going to start off with the Saints versus the Titans. Yep. uh, Which ended up being a a pretty good one. Uh, The Titans got a jump on the Saints, uh, got out to a 14-0 lead. But uh, the Saints ended up pulling that out and being victorious. 38-28. 38-28. And as we just said, they advanced to 12-3 and to further solidify their position in the NFC South and continue their bid for first place in the NFC uh, while the Titans fall to 8-7. and Yeah, Tennessee caught a bad one, right? Well, matter of fact, it was last night. Um, Derrick Henry was... He was ruled out, so they had to mm-hmm. shuffle some running backs. I saw backs that. Got that and, update on my um, phone. Yeah, so they had to shuffle some running backs. And you want to be full strength, you're going to get the Saints. And the Saints were full strength. Alvin Kamara had his two touchdowns. It looked like he's back in the fold. Jared Cook was back. He had two touchdowns. And and my man, Michael Thomas, a.k.a. you can't guard Mike, had 12 for buck 31. I'm sorry, buck 36, a touchdown. Broke Marvin Harrison's record that was standing for all, what, 16, 17 years? Yep, long-standing yeah. record from the Colts. Broke it, and he's going to have to play again next week, so it might be getting – he's going to pad it some more next week. So, yep. yeah, so salute to Mike Thomas. I mean, he's the only receiver they got on a team, and they still can't stick him. That's it's crazy. You only got him. The other guys, don't, they, they don't catch passes. So you know who's going to get in the ball, and he's still – out there catching catching the ball catching the ball all you got to do is put it in his radius and you yeah. close it in he, after the day uh, he's the best receiver in the league he's mm-hmm. taken over from uh, Odell or Julio Jones and 
Hopkins, he, he's the best. Like, it's only him on the team. Yeah, yeah. So he's seen double coverage and the shaded stuff, and he's still catching balls. And he'll catch small, he'll catch short ones, he'll catch the medium range ones. And he'll, he'll, he'll beat you over the top, too. So, and uh, he, he's a beast. And he don't drop no passes at all. He never drops a pass, barely. Scott's he's a beast. Just, he, he's, he's, that, that's a testament yeah. to his talent. That's a testament to his work as a player. He, he, he's the reason During why the Drew, season Drew, in the Drew, off season. Yeah, he's the reason Drew Brees going to keep playing. Yeah. Drew Brees, if I keep throwing to him, I can play another two or three years. 40, 40 years old, what? I can still play. As long as I'm throwing to him, it's, it's, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. when you don't have nobody to throw to, so you know it's time for me to hang. It's time for me to get the hell up out of here. As yeah. yeah. long as you start guarding it, you're throwing it to uh, Mike, Mike Thomas, you good. Then you got a fresh Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. Yeah. They're in a pretty good spot offensively. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I would be looking at these Saints. Their defense is playing well. They got a couple injuries over the past couple weeks, but their defense is flying around. I think they sacked Tanner, Tannehill about six or seven times today. So they was oh, all boy. over him. They was all over him like wide on right. Five sacks today, but he got hit way more than that. They were swarming. Yeah, they were, they was on him. Yeah, yes. Yeah, they was Tannehill was whew, especially after that second that second quarter, you know, from there on in. They mm-hmm. was they was all over that boy. Got him. Yep. So the other one o'clock game that we wanted to discuss today that I feel like was of note uh, was the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. AFC North matchup. Yeah. The Ravens are the, are the, are the, are the number one seed. Exactly. The, no, the, the Ravens about it. have clinched the number one seed for the first time in team history yes. with a record of thirteen and two. So if you want to go to the bowl in the AFC, you got to go. You got to take a trip to B more. Yeah, got to go down nine five yeah, or yeah. up nine five, up depending nine on what five, the situation that, that, is. Or a fly, you got to fly in wherever you're coming from. You mm-hmm. got to you got to go to B more. Got to take it to the wire. Yeah. So so and you got to you got to be able to stop Lamar Jackson. Uh, Mark, Mark Ingram, Ingram, Mark Andrews, Hollywood and Brown, and don't forget about Hollywood Brown over the top. He hasn't really been doing anything over the over the past couple weeks, but please watch watch out. The talent is there, and that defense is just that defense is crazy. I like their secondary is just man. Jimmy Smith, uh, Mar- uh, uh, Marcus Peters, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas is on the, the safety. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon uh, Carr. And I'm forgetting the other corner's name. Hot Humphreys, who's in the super, who's in the pro mm. I mean, that's four Marlon corners. They, 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 yeah, they, yeah. Mar, Mar, Marlon Humphreys, that's four corners deep. So, good luck in Baltimore in the cold. So the Ravens ended up victorious today, 31 to 15. Yep. And um, got off yeah, to a slow yeah. start, but you know they they did what they were supposed to do. It was an easy win. That, that, about. The last time they lost was against Cleveland back in like week four or five. So they rectified that win, beat them on their own mm-hmm, turf. Mm-hmm. And now next week, you know, Lamar Jackson sit in the sit up in the skybox. He he don't even have to play. He only have to show up. Yeah. They they get two weeks off. So you basically get seven, week seventeen off, and you get yeah. You know I mean, so just sit pretty, just everybody rest up because I think Mark uh, Ingram did get banged up today. He was he was out. So you definitely rest him. He's an older running back. You can rest up uh, Lamar Jackson. He took a, a big shot today, so rest him up and get ready for you know whoever's coming to the, coming to town on um in two weeks from now. Yeah, in, two, in 2020, because by the by the time they see the start, it'll be 2020. So they chilling for the day. So that's a good win, and probably Coach Harbaugh. He's probably the coach of the year. Like what he done with that team is, is amazing. And you know what? You said they got off to a pretty slow start today, but yeah. as we know, what they say. It ain't about how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, so they, 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 finished they came the out strong, they won that game, and they 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 move along. The yep. train the train in Baltimore is still rolling. Yep, they're still good. They they're my favorites. I'm I don't see anybody beating them because I mean the thing that I saw Lamar Jackson doing it that he juked somebody out their draws today. I mean it's just 
he put the he put his one foot down and went back up the field. It's it's crazy, man. Like he's he's hard to stop because if you go, if you try to make a beeline to him, he can stop on a dime and cut. He he like because when, when he's a court, he's a running back. Like I've seen him, you know, I see him today. He was just you know low on his shoulders and just getting down, getting eight, nine, ten, twelve yards. He's a beast. And then when he gets to the sideline, he gets out of bounds. So mm-hmm. he's he's MVP. They got the coach of the year. They that that team gonna be that's, it's gonna be hard to that's gonna be hard to beat them unless somebody can hurt. <laughs> One of their key players, they're, they're, they're probably – I don't see anybody beating them, not even the Patriots. I don't, we already saw that a couple well, a month or two ago. They destroyed the Patriots, so we'll see. But I like Baltimore all the way. Well, Taylor, my co-host, on that note, <clears throat> I pose a question to you saying that Baltimore is coming out of the AFC. Yeah. Do you believe that San Francisco is going to represent the NFC and give us a Super Bowl rematch of – couple seasons ago back when Kaepernick was still a relevant name in the no, NFL. No, we, we ain't talking about Kaepernick. Um, we're going to talk about uh, right now 2019. No, I, that, I that, do... no, that what I just said was not about Kaepernick. Oh, okay. He just happened to slide into the situation because yeah. it was relevant to what was going on then. Uh, okay. But I'm just asking if you feel like that it's going to go back that way. Well, we can just go back to what? Like a month ago, that was probably one of the better games of the season when they when San Fran went over the, went over and played him. And, Absolutely. Uh, Jake, uh, what's not Jake? Uh, Justin Jackson. Justin Tucker had to kick a game winning field goal. So 49ers did play him tough. But uh, I, 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 w- I would say right now, yeah, 49ers. But like I said, I was just talking about the Saints earlier. I like, I like how the Saints are playing too. And even though the, the Saints and 49ers went at it, what, a week or two weeks ago, that was a crazy game. You know what I mean? You saw that came down to a last minute field goal too. So. I would like to. I would like to see the Saints and and um and Baltimore lock it up. Like I would like to see that. But you know, you know what I will. still got a chance though. You know, we'll see. You know what I will say. All the praise that we were giving to Michael Thomas and the Saints earlier for his consistency this year and his yeah. tremendous play might end up being a detriment to them once the playoffs come around. Because if you only got one guy to throw the ball to, when the playoffs come around, that's when people can really key in. But then Drew Brees is one of the smartest quarterbacks in the world. He might That's know. That's a fact. That, that, that is a fact. <laughs> he might be playing possum, and then he'll hit, you know, Ted Ginn over the top or something like that. So, And they've been putting um, Jared Cook on the outside, too, as a 6'5", 6'6", tight end who can run like a receiver, who's got some pretty good hands. So he's a, a mismatch for a corner or a safety or a um, – or a linebacker, so I, they they've been using him very well. And don't forget about number seven, Taysom Hill. They use him all kinds of ways, right? throwing the ball. He he caught a pass today too. So Saints, don't the don't new slash. Don't, don't don't sleep on the Saints, man. Like Saints get to the the Saints get to the playoffs. You're gonna be up all night trying to stop. You know what I mean? And then don't forget about Kamara. Don't forget about mm-hmm. the power running game with the Latavius Murray. So they got weapons. You know what I mean? But they got. But you know, you just can't key on Michael Thomas. You yeah. gotta. There's four or five other guys you gotta worry, worry about too. And Drew Brees is probably one of the smartest people in in the NFL. He 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 know. Oh, okay. Y'all trying to hover over Mike Thomas? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this I'm gonna go over here and do this. And he knows how to manipulate defenses. He'll manipulate and your defense. Yeah, he's one of the best looker offers in the world. He'll look one way. As soon as he turns his head, he'll throw, like he'll look you off so much and then go the other way. He's one of the best. He's one of the best with the Oki though. He's been doing that for years. Are we talking about looky lose? Yeah, he'll look at he'll look right. He'll, he'll look left, 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 and then turn to the, and then and just boom, quick release gone. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, he's good like, at looking like, looking safeties off and linebackers off, and he get he know because he's doing that. He's he wants you to pan over there so I can throw it to the to the tight end out the backfield. He was mm-hmm. doing that with Jimmy Graham years ago. He's been doing this for for, for over what over fifteen years now, getting close to twenty years. Like, 
like you said, you, you put it beautifully. He hit you with the okie doker, yes, as we man. like to refer to it. His eyes, the fifty-two fake out. His eyes are crazy, man. Like I, I don't know what it is. I mean, he's not in the top of the record book for nothing. Yeah, ex- exactly. Breaking exactly. all them records every week. Breaking records. Breaking records. He's a beast, man. All right, so we're gonna make this move real quick from talking about those four o'clock. Uh, I'm sorry, one o'clock games to talking about a four o'clock game. I believe they started at four fifteen. It might have been four o five. It started but it was four four o five, four twenty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. it was Dallas coming to town, bringing their mangy behinds up on the plane to Fair Philly, squaring off in the link with the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles were able to be victorious in the game where it just. They should be in it, 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 it was a little slow. I'm not going to hold you. It was a little slow. It was, it was 10 to 6 at halftime until the Eagles came out in the third quarter, put up a touchdown. Even though even though I picked the Cowboys last week, I think I picked them last week. No. Th- it, was never, it wasn't even close. Like, even though the Eagles was only up like 10 to 3, and mm-hmm. I think it was up like 16 to, to, to 3 or something. I don't uh, no, 17, 17 to 6. 17 to 6, yeah. I was never like, Dallas ain't going to do nothing. Like, it just, I'm just watching the game. Like, what are they doing? Y'all got Zeke Elliott. You're not running them the ball. Amari Cooper looked like he didn't want to be out there. Gallup, he caught a couple pads, but he dropped some few. And, and Dak just looked, he looked confused. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, and the off, and their defense was, ter- was terrible. Yeah, man. Defense and, and defense this season has been one of Dallas's staples. Well, they they, they were letting Ortega Whiteside catch balls in the front. I said, oh, God, this, this team is terrible. They, they, they don't even want, I don't think they wanted to play. They might be trying to get. They might be trying to get that coach about it. They might have quit on him. That was, that's, that's sad. You come up to Philly for a division game and don't score no touchdowns. Like, come on, man. Yeah, man. That's 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 embarrassing. Yeah, that, that's 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 sad. If you if you're one of these uh, crazy uh, uh, fraud uh, cow- Cowboys fans that live in, in the in the area, you going into hiding? Yeah, you should, you should be burning your stuff. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Come on, man. That's, Don't got nothing to talk about right yeah, now. Yeah, like, that was crazy, man. Like, you can't just blame the coach. That's, that was just the overall, just everyone. That was pathetic. It's the letdown performance. I don't know what their practice situation was like this week or if somebody set off fire alarms in their hotel last night. Or, I don't know, because they do stuff like that. But Eagles didn't have nobody. They had a depleted receiving core. They had, like, guys that was that was walking the street last week playing right now. Like, come on, man. And <laughs> Yeah, cats working in Home Depot. Now they running and catching passes. Cat running routes. And, and they beat Dallas with, like, what, eight, nine, ten Pro Bowls. Like, that's embarrassing, man. Nine yeah. points. Yeah, your homeboy, Dallas Goddard, he had nine catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Today. Yeah, he saved him today because Ertz was, like, in and out, got the rib injury, left, came back, came, left, came back, and then they were doubling too. So he came up big today with nine big grabs. So, you know, I'm, you know, I mean, he, he, he's getting there. He's, he, 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 did his, he did what he's supposed to do today. So the Birds advanced to eight and seven as the Cowboys fall to seven and eight, and the Birds... <clears throat> reclaim first place. I'm sorry, not reclaim, but take over first place, uh, first place in the NFC East. Still got to win uh, next week. You though. know they got to win next week. They got to win out. Don't don't, don't win this um, game and then go to New York next week and get smacked in the ass. Don't exactly, do that. Exactly. That that that'd be a bad look for I, everybody. I saw Sa- I saw what Saquon did today, and he like he he got he's he's reinvigorated. And like the Danny Jones can't he threw he had to, he threw. Five touchdown pass today, so Danny I don't. Dimes. I don't think that the uh, the 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 Giants are going to lay down for the Eagles. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that. So they still got to win next week. So we'll see. Because you know the Eagles are a completely different team on the road than here yeah. at home. At home they shut Absolutely. you down. On the road they give up 30, 40 points. Yep. You've seen yep. that over the last month now. They're a different team on the road than they are at home. So. We're going to see. So, like, I'm not really, like, jumping up, you know, jumping. Well, I'm not a fan of nobody. But I'm not really <laughs> telling people, like, yo, like, they got, no, they ain't got nothing. <laughs> they they still got to win next week. 
But they win if they lose next week and Dallas win, <laughs> they ass is up out of there. So it's, it's gonna be bad for everybody. Yeah. Eagles fans, like you said about Cowboys yeah. fans, this week they're gonna be burning stuff next week. Mm-hmm. So don't flame it on people on the radio. Yeah, so all you, all you fans, don't get too moist between the thighs. It's, 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 it's not it's not it's not over. It's not <laughs> over yet. They still gotta win next week. <laughs> they, they still gotta win next week. It's not the the, the mission is not complete. It's not all sunshine and rainbows yet. No, no, they still gotta win next week against the raggedy Giants who put up. 38 points today and five, I mean, five touchdowns from Dennis. Don't, don't be thinking they're just going to lay down. They're not. So another 4 o'clock game from today. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals squared off with the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC West showdown. And in a game where Seattle would have probably really liked to win uh, coming into the game at 11-3, and three, they lost, uh, so they fell to 11-4. and four. Mm. Uh, They lost 27-13 in Arizona. Mm. Uh, moves on to 5-9-1. and one. You know, they have no aspirations of the playoffs at this point. It's but very C- much out of hand, but, but the Seahawks uh, that's, that's, that's not very good for the Seahawks, who are vying for a first-place spot in the NFC. They, they, they not only did they lost, they lost like three, like three or four players. You know, mm. Chris Carson's out for the season with a hip mm. injury. Mm. CJ Procise is back up. He's out with an arm injury. So they're Ooh. down to their fourth string running back. So they, uh, and then I just heard that Dwayne Brown, the uh, left tackle, he didn't play, but he needs surgery. So Russell Wilson and that Seattle Seattle team, it might be, the time might be ticking on them. It might, they, somebody just turned the, um, hourglass upside down on them it might, it might be a wrap for them that, that war of attrition is real man. Yeah, yeah like sometimes a lot of this there's sometimes injuries you just can't overcome and this i mean they're, they're gonna go into that uh 49ers game with, with you know with a with a half a sack man this it's it's gonna be crazy man so I, I don't i don't i mean they'll still make the playoff next week but um i mean but they might be a fifth seed they they they, they, they might be they might be they might be in them against the eagles <laughs> If the Eagles get in, yeah. And the Eagles are probably going to be favored if they, you know what I mean, if they, uh, you know, take care of business and then they got Seattle on the road with a depleted team. So it's still going, like I said, it's still interesting in week 17. So you still got a lot to watch. Definitely, definitely. We yeah. still got stuff going on. Yeah. There's no reason to take your eyes off of what's going on with your team if they're in playoff position right now, at least in the NFC in the top, because a lot of things can still happen. And Russell Wilson, he looked like, he looked like poop today. He didn't do nothing. Uh-oh. He didn't look too good. I was watching it right before we came here. I wasn't impressed. That's no bueno. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, the other 4 o'clock game, uh, the last 4 o'clock game that we're going to discuss this evening is going to be the Raiders, uh, who squared off with the L.A. Chargers in an AFC West showdown. Uh, And ultimately, the Raiders ended up winning that one 24-17. Uh, they move on to seven and eight, while the Chargers fall to five and ten. And Derek Carr, John uh, had two won't, total touchdown passes. John Gruden won't die; he just keeps coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they're 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 holding on for dear life. Yeah. Um, at, at, <laughs> at this point, they are sitting. Do you know what's eight, uh, eight and seven? Yeah, they're they're eight and seven. But as yeah. far as position, uh, they're second place in the AFC West, behind the Chiefs, who have uh, clinched their playoff berth with ten and four. So. Not looking too good for Oakland as far as uh, I don't getting think into they're the eliminated, but they'll probably be a. There's no chance for them to get into they're, the they're, they're on the outside of that bubble looking in. Yeah, I know that. so they would have to have a bunch of losses and then maybe get in, you know, on that flim flam stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, they've had a successful season after the debacle with <laughs> Antonio Madman Brown and uh, John Gruden going at the refs and everything like that. They've they've turned it up and they're going to finish with. Well, then there's not going to be a losing record. So those mm-hmm. three first round picks and well, all those picks they had top. 
uh, this past year end up, you know, working out. So, uh, you know, they're, 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 on a, they're, they're on the way up. So all you got to do is keep going up, and uh, we'll see. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, he'll prove me wrong. Cause I, don't think, I don't think he can coach, but he's proving me wrong. <laughs> well, one thing I can say that is uh, at least uh, good for us uh, here on the show. Yeah. Uh, today, our first week of picks, tap picks, we're three for four. Uh, we got the Giants. We got the Raiders, and we got the Saints, which we all picked correctly. Our fourth game is going to be tomorrow night because we picked the Packers coming out on top against the Vikings in that Monday night matchup. But uh, we're, we're going to get to a little bit of uh, discussion about that in just a little bit. But, um, you know, that's, that's that's a good look for us. So, like I was saying earlier, if you haven't caught on yet, get up with them tap picks because uh, we might be able to help you win some games, win some money. Uh, and if we can help you come up, everybody come up. So get, uh, get up with that. Sleepersforyou.com. S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U, just like uh, the at, uh, the follow on IG and Twitter.com. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, so real quick, we're going to do a preview of the Chiefs versus Bears. Uh, not preview, actually, because at this point, the game is on. <laughs> Uh, the Chiefs are up right now 10 to nothing against the Bears, and they're uh, just on the other side of the 50-yard line. Patrick Mahomes is on the field, and they are marching. Uh, Taylor, what are your thoughts about this game? I mean, we haven't been able to watch it so much up to this point, but uh, what do you think about it now and, and you know, going down the stretch? Yeah, the Bears, are, they're finished. I mean, a lot, a lot of these teams are just done. They don't have nothing to play for. They're not going to play also. Once you get up like 17 points on, they're not going to try to come back. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they ain't. The, 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 yeah, the, 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 the Chicago Bears are toast, so <laughs> I'll just I'll just go out. I'll do Kansas City because Kansas City's still playing for something. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Certain teams just don't really have it in them to be spoilers. Certain matchups just don't work in people's benefit. So, you know, maybe that's just what it is this week for, for Chicago. They're actually playing at home. Uh, but, you know, it looks like that's not going to end up Helping them out so much. Uh, Chiefs, so. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are like they, they, they got everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Just Chicago's got a, a raggedy quarterback. So yeah, Mahomes is far from raggedy. So I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not seeing. It. And plus, it's cold in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's cold in Kansas City. So they ain't the Kansas City. Not, not you know. Not, they're not shaking up by the cold. No. So this, this hopefully this would be an easy, not only an easy win, but a, a winnable game, and then they can worry about what's going on next week. I think they got a division game against the. Broncos or something like that, finish up 12-4 and four, mm-hmm. and then see where they lay at in the playoffs. So we'll see. So being that this game is in the position that it's in right now, we're not even going to make position uh, predictions uh, on this one because, uh, you know, we can kind of see this. It's probably going to end up being the Chiefs barring some ginormous flip-flop or turnaround by the Chicago Bears. But uh, moving along, along uh, we're going to get into our first edition of Top 5. And uh, top five this week, I'm kind of excited about. I've been enjoying our past few top fives the past couple of episodes, but our first one this week is going to be wide receiver course. Yeah, all right. Uh, and this is going to be wide receiver course, really of the 90s, 2000s. But if you want to throw in somebody that's present because you feel like they can stack up on the list or they're just someone who stood out to you, then, you know, by all means, that's, that's what it is. All right. All right, so I'm going to start off with mine. And at number five... I am going to go with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne of yep. the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they played with Peyton Manning, who is a legendary Hall of Fame 
Super Bowl winning quarterback. He he holds records, I believe, as far as uh, maybe yards. Uh, but uh, Peyton Manning was definitely a great, and, and Marvin and Harrison and, and Reggie Wayne gave him, uh, you know, great people to throw the ball to to, to forward his career. Two Hall of Famers. Well, actually, three if you count Peyton. So, yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's, that's good to start off at number five. Yep, yep. All right, so we're going to move on to number four. Number four, we're going to go down south, and we're going to speak on a team that Taylor actually brought up a couple of weeks ago uh, during their heyday. Uh, their starting quarterback was a guy that went by the name of Mark Brunel, <laughs> and he definitely held it down. So the, his receivers uh, at that point in time were Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell. Mm. And they're two guys that I remember vividly from my days of, of serious Madden play because I, I played with Jacksonville. They had a good team with, you know, Fred Taylor, and they had a pretty strong defense, good offensive line. So uh, I definitely had what they like going on down there. Yeah, they were they were a killer. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, I think they went at it for, like, almost at least eight, nine, almost ten years. They mm-hmm. And they both got Super Bowl rings, but they were cut from their previous team. I think Jimmy Smith was, like, a second-round pick from Dallas. But since they had Michael Irvin and um, Jay Novacek and – uh, what's the other receiver? Alvin Harper. They didn't have didn't no room him. for him. Yeah, yep. so they end up cutting him, I think, in the second year. And then McCardell, a little bit older than Jimmy Smith, he was on the Redskins team that won in the late 90s or early 90s, something. Okay. Early, ni- early 90s, I'm sorry. Salute to Doug Williams. And so he got, no, no, he wasn't on that team. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. It's like early 90s, like I think maybe 89, and I had to look it up on my phone, but he got himself a Super Bowl ring too. Gotcha. He was kind of like casted off. And I want to say, Either he was drafted in the expansion draft, some kind of way he found his way on Jacksonville, and him and those two ended up making history. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they 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 but they were they were they were they were deadly. They were always good for if Keenan McCarter had ten catches, then Jimmy Smith had six exactly. for a buck fifty and probably a touchdown. So they they just traded off every year. The second they had to be on their A game yeah, they play were, against the Jaguars. They was at on that both, point. When they were on both sides, it was it was night night. You didn't know who was going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to move into number three, which is the meat of my list. <clears throat> and we're going to take it out to Denver, to the Mile High City. And my wide receiver core is going to be three guys this time, Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey, and Shannon Sharp. Obviously, we know Shannon Sharp was a tight end, but he was a problem. He was built he was like a, a threat. He built like a receiver. Though. He moved like a receiver. He was built like a receiver. He had hands like a receiver. He caught touchdowns like a receiver. So... Salute to Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Salute to Ed McCaffrey. Salute to Rod Smith. They got it in. They got a bowl. Got a couple bowls, actually. Ed McCaffrey's originally so, from uh, Allentown, I think, too. I believe so. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely them three cats need to be able to stand up and be um, appreciated for what they put did in their time. On, put some respect on Rod Smith. Undrafted. Ooh. Set all kinds of records for Denver. He's, he was a beast. He never at said a, nothing. At a point in time where wide receivers didn't really come in undrafted. He he didn't say no. He had the same face with the same helmet and just and was always just 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 trashing people. Mm-hmm. John Elway was always oh let me throw it to let me throw it to my man Rod Smith. He was always just he was a beast man. That was my guy back in there. Never said nothing. His stats were crazy. I don't I don't know why how he's not in a, in, in in the Hall of Fame. Now. He should be in there. And it's wild because he was a number one receiver, but he was almost like a safety blanket too, and that doesn't happen. Yeah, he was he 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 he, he couldn't be guarded. He was a beast. All right, so number two on my list, top two. We're going to take it up north to the very cold Green Bay, Wisconsin. Their heyday, at least in my opinion, their heyday. Uh, and the wide receivers that made up that uh, 
championship formula because they did win a bowl. Antonio Freeman and Robert Brooks. Uh, a period in time when the Lambo Loop was invented. It was just a lot of excitement, a lot of electricity around Green Bay and that team. They had Brett Favre, uh, a young, early Brett Favre before he turned into the, the real gunslinger and was throwing at least three interceptions a week. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, Brett Favre, he, he did his thing when he was up in Green Bay. He won one Super Bowl. He won one, went to two and won one. Yeah, one, went to two, won one. He, he fell victim of John Elway because he was just on fire at that point in time. But uh, yeah, Antonio Freeman and Robert Brooks were two receivers that I really liked. And one thing just about those guys that really stands out to me was a particular catch that Antonio Freeman had where he like he caught the, the ball, hit him, he fell down, rolled on the ground, the ball rolled across his arm, he oh, caught yeah. it, picked it up, and ran it for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, I remember that on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was crazy. Prime time. Big players make them big plays in big games. And with that, we're going to move into my number one pick. Uh, my number one pick is also going to be in what is currently considered the NFC North. There's just going to be a state over from the Green Bay Packers over in Minnesota. At this point, I feel like it should be no surprise, but it was Minnesota's heyday. And that core of three guys that made up that wide receiver situation was Randy Moss, Chris Carter, and Jake Reed. Randy Moss, Mr. Straight cash, homie. The freak. My favorite receiver all time. Number 84 in Minnesota. He did some legendary game-breaking, head-turning, blood-boiling things for people who was on opposing, opposing teams because he was just a really difficult cover. And then you had Chris Carter, who was the possession guy. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Jake Reed, who was the slot guy. Um, but, I, but he was like six foot five. Yup, <laughs> yup. He was just he, he was like what like T.O. before T.O. He was huge. Like he he was a big dude and he, he was, was around the same time as T.O. Yeah. Okay, same time. But he was six foot five. And then also you don't get to me six foot four, six foot five receivers. Yeah, yeah. In the not, slot, like not, yeah, that would scare the hell out of me. Especially not at that period, and actually not at this period either. When you have guys like Cole Beasley, who yeah, these really, guys are like little guys. This yeah. guy was a, was a big head. Well, they would switch him out, but mm -hmm. whew, he was he was huge, man. Yeah, man. He played he along with Robert Smith, who was in my top five running backs, and yeah. uh, Randall Cunningham as well as Dante Culpepper. They had some very great defenses. Um, so, uh, you know, salute to those guys in my top five as well, far as wide receivers go. What is the tight end's name? I'll give you all the money in my pocket if you remember the tight end's name. The tight end from Minnesota at that point in time. Jim Kleinsaucer. <laughs> Jim Kleinsaucer. I definitely remember the name now. Remember that, that long ass it? name on his back? Who is this? I do. He I would do. get butt naked to just easy touchdown because they was getting, the other guy was getting doubled. Jim Kleinsaucer. Talk about I, a, a, a touchdown. What they call him? Um, scavenger. <laughs> just, just, just didn't earn nothing, but you can get down on the four or five yard line. Just poaching he, touchdowns. He butt naked. Vulturing. Yeah, vulturing touchdowns from from the guys that got him down there. Terrible. Well, I tell you what. Now that we're bringing up old names, I'm getting a little foggy, a little fuzzy. So uh, there was a defensive guy on their defensive line, and I'll give you fifty cents if you can give me his name. On, 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 on. I mean, Minnesota's Minnesota? defensive line. You talking about John Randall? John Randall. Oh, that's easy. Come on, man. I got 50 cents for you. 
That's, that's, that's easy work. Yeah, man. He, he, he was a beast in his day. Another undrafted guy. He's a, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, man. He was, a, he, was a, he was psychotic. Salute to John Randall, man. Yeah, he was a crazy man. And he was undersized. He came out there with the black paint on his black face. Black paint on his face, talking they crazy. they played the dome, talking real greasy. With his tongue out of his mouth, that nigga was, was, he, he was on one. He was like a real-life Luther Shark LeVay from yeah, any yeah, given yeah. Sunday, man. He was worse. He was crazy. All right, but uh, all right. So, what you got for your five? All right, so uh, you know, a couple, a couple of the same guys are on my list, but my number five is uh, blah, 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 blah. oh, I'm looking at it wrong. Okay, I'm gonna go with um, Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce. Hey, the greatest show on turf. They used to catch wreck on people back in the day. Can't forget Oz Hakeem. Can't forget Oz Hakeem. There we go. I mean, Marshall Falk was more or less a receiver. He had yep. 100 catches one year, yep. and they were just uh, they were a nightmare to go against. I mean, great just, team. Oh man, they, they they were crazy. I mean, Isaac Bruce was so fast, and mm-hmm. uh, Tory Holt was so fast. But Tory Holt, they they had to call him big game for nothing. He would get 10, 12, 14, 13 catches in a game. He was a beast. The first year he gets there, the rookie year, they won the Super Bowl. That's how good he was. So he was that one guy. Like when I was, we were talking before the thing. They just need some of these teams just need one guy just to yep. be the 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 the, uh, the, the just just the, just the alpha or the, or the person that kind of like sets the offense off. And a lot of these teams they're missing like the one guy, whether it be a young guy or somebody from another team. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he came on that team, it was a wrap. Because Isaac Bruce, he was a good player before all you know. Kurt Warner got there, but he was seeing a lot of double coverage. Now we got Torrey Holt. There's no way you can double Isaac Bruce going to see uh, single coverage all game. Azakim can run up the slot and do whatever he got to do. Yep. It was crazy, man. So I always got to put some respect, respect on those guys. Definitely. Their greatest show on turf in San, in, uh, St. Louis. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. They're number uh, five. Okay. Number four, uh, I, I, like you just said, I, I can't not put uh, Rod Smith and Ed McCaffrey in my list. I mean, I, they have to be in the list, man. They were... They were a beast, man. Like they, they were crazy. Ed McCaffrey was a tall guy. He came from San Fran after winning the Super Bowl there, and then comes to to to, uh, to uh, Denver, helps him win the Super Bowl. But he was a beast, though, man. He was yep. always good with them 50-50 balls jumping over, over people's heads. He was a beast, man. He had sneaky speed too. He was so. another tall guy. He had yeah. long arms. He was mm-hmm. kind of lanky, but he, you know. You wasn't just gonna put a hit on Ed McCaffrey and put no. him out the game like he was a tough dude too. He was he he was a beast, man. And like you said, Shannon Sharp was always underneath or going, you know, in line. He was one of those first guys that was actually a tight end, but he would get in the slot uh-huh. as a tight end. Now you see it now. Every team has it's a like tight end regularity. Yeah, yeah. So he was, but he was doing it all the time. And they would have another tight end on side of him. He'd be the blocking tight end. So he was yeah. basically like a third or fourth receiver, but he was being used as, as a uh, you know a slot receiver a lot. So he was definitely he was, a threat. He was a beast. Man. Yeah. Uh, number, th- 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 number three. Number three. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, well, uh, salute to my man. Uh, we were just talking about Curtis er- earlier, and he had these quotes on the song called "No Wheaties." John Taylor, just as nice as Jerry Rice. So I got to put John Taylor and Jerry Rice up on this joint, man. Respect, you, respect. John San Taylor, Francisco. J- J- Jersey's finest. Bay Area. <laughs> and uh, he run, like, all types of track. He, he's a legend in Jersey, you know what I mean? So, and when you get with him and Rice, uh, him, Joe Montana was, like, he never got touched because he had those two guys just running up the sidelines just – Killing people, man. John Taylor was so fast. Joe Montana. Uh, Joe uh, J- Jerry Rice with with, it, with with the great hands that he had. Man, it was just you know it was 
it was lights out for some people, man. Mm-hmm. So I always got to put respect on Sean Taylor and Jerry Rice. Definitely. They got a, bu- a bunch of Super Bowl between them. He, mm-hmm. they, that was just the yin to, to Jerry Rice's yang. John Taylor. And John Taylor, for everybody who knows Jerry Rice and knows his greatness, was the predecessor to Jerry Rice. So he was there prior to Jerry Rice. Yeah. Jerry Rice came there, kind of filled things out, really made that wide receiver core what it was during those but points John times Taylor was they... always butt naked like if they was yeah, double yeah. Jerry <laughs> oh, John, oh okay let me just throw it because John Taylor was fast as hell he just and throw he it over tall. the top and he was go- going he catch the ball going so yeah. he, he was a beast man Jersey's finest you know what I mean so Definitely. put some respect on him okay alright uh, number two number two I'll, I, I, I'll I'll go with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne man. Okay. I can't not have them on the list man tried to take them out but they they were a problem they were a problem. I mean, I remember one time um, they were getting like doubled, and then they had, they brought in Brandon Stokely. He messed around had a thousand yard season. They had like Ooh, three receivers Brandon over Stokely. a thousand. Yeah, so that's how good they were. And I yeah. remember Marvin Harrison. There was this play. Uh, I think it was in like maybe two thousand, maybe two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. He goes out to the <laughs> goes out to the um, to, you know to line up, and he starts. And you know Marvin Harrison was a quiet guy. All of a sudden, he just starts waving his hands, waving his hands to Peyton like, "Yo, this right, I'm this guy on me right now. He can't guard me. He can't guard." Just pointing yeah. at him, yeah. and then Peyton man looked over and saw hike through the ball to Marvin Harrison. Marvin caught the ball and got a touchdown. I was like, "That's so disrespectful." <laughs> how you just how you look at some? Oh, this guy he can't guard me. See, he, he, he was waving his hand. It's, it's probably on the internet somewhere. But Marvin Harrison, who was always a quiet guy, yeah. but he ran out there to the to, to the X side. It was like he started pointing at the guy like this guy right here. He said, "Throw throw to me right now. I'm open right now." And it ain't even run the play yet. <laughs> As soon as they said hike, he ran like a little, like a like a short, like slant, caught the ball and ran away from the guy. The guy didn't even touch him. That's, that's how good Marvin Harrison was. He can go out. Oh, this guy can't guard me. But he well, was quiet though. We were just talking earlier about how Marvin Harrison was the one who uh, held the reception record yeah. in the NFL that was broken today by Michael Thomas. So yeah. it's a reason why he's in both of our top fives. He's a beast, man. Then when they got Reggie Wayne, that was yep. like, that was just, just, just disrespectful because I think it was Reggie Wayne. Uh, I think Freddie Miggle got drafted before all of them, but it's Reggie Wayne, Santana Moss. They went to uh, Miami, and then Chad Johnson went in the third. So that back into that draft from the sec from the end of that first round to the second round was a bunch of receivers, mm-hmm. and you know you get yourself a Hall of Famer and Reggie Wayne, who was just a beast. Yeah, he definitely. played what 14, 15, 16 years. Yeah. a couple years after Marvin Harrison retired, he still had, he was still putting up numbers. Salute to Reggie Wayne, yeah, so Marvin Reggie Harrison. Wayne, you know what I mean? Down in Miami, he was a beast, man. He was mm-hmm. wasn't the fastest guy, but he always. Over a hundred, close to hundred passes, had double digit touchdowns. He was a beast. He was a guy that you could not guard. Man, he was he was one of my favorite receivers to watch because he wasn't fast. Yeah. He would always get open. He was just a, a, a pure route runner, mm-hmm. a beast. Yeah. Definitely. And my number one, people forget about these two guys. I mean, these are two Hall of Famers. Okay. One of them has a Super Bowl. One's been to Super Bowl. Uh-huh. One's still playing. Talk that talk. And we got to go Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald. Anquan, okay, you okay. You cannot forget it. These guys were catching rack back in the early 2000s. Yep. They got Anquan Bolden like the third or fourth round because he couldn't run. And then all of a sudden, I think his first game he played, he had like 10, 12 catches for like a buck 50. And then the very next year, they get Larry Fitzgerald, and they, they caught wreck on the lead for, for the next six, seven years, just, yeah. just going. And they went to the Super Bowl, didn't win, but Anquan Bolton left and went to Baltimore and got a ring and then went down to San, went to San Fran. So, But those two guys, when they played together in their prime, when they were in their 20s, couldn't nobody guard them. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And, they, and the same thing, they weren't fast. 
but they just they, they all they had really really good hands really really good route runners larry would run over the top uh anquan bull would run across the middle and people would try to just hit him but he was like a brick wall like a small yeah. brick like you hit him and he would just bounce off him so yep. those are my two favorite guys back in the day i mean if you if you was playing fantasy football you got one of them you know that oh, i ain't gotta worry about that position no more mm-hmm. they, they gonna get they gonna get their targets and they catch you know what i mean so anquan bull and larry fitzgerald they they they, they, they were it didn't matter who was on the rest of the team. It didn't matter who the quarterback. It didn't matter if it was Matt Leinart or Jeff Blake or, or Kurt Warner when he finally came in. Yeah. They was always just open, just wide open. So the, I'll put some respect on Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald, two Hall of Famers. Larry Fitzgerald, he's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. Anquan Bolden should be in the Hall of Fame within the next couple of years because he's got over 1,000 catches. He's got Super Bowls. He's got Pro Bowls. He should be mm-hmm. in the, he should, he should be, he should be in the, um, in the Pro. And all the humanitarian stuff he's done while he's in the NFL and while he's out, he's, he's a beast man definitely yeah. definitely yep well like you said Larry Fitzgerald is still playing Anquan Bolden I absolutely remember because at one point in time I wanted the Eagles to uh, sign him when he was a free agent oh yeah also part two to that once upon a time when I was younger people used to tell me I looked like Anquan Bolden <laughs> so if you don't know what I look like Google pictures of Anquan Bolden that's about it Anquan Bolden was he was a beast man number 81 <laughs> number 81 all right, all right. So after that top five, we're going to get into a really brief Monday night preview. Um, coming up tomorrow night is going to be, like I was saying earlier, the Packers versus the Bri- the Vikings. Sheesh, I can't talk today. Uh, so the Packers uh, from Green Bay going to visit the Vikings up in Minnesota. Um, and our pick as far as the show goes and uh, everything like that is the Packers. Uh, who currently sit at 11-3 while the Vikings sit at 10-4. And, and this game right here might be the deciding game for the NFC North. Yeah, it is. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tight race right now as far as that goes. Both teams are vying for supremacy. And, uh, you know, one or the other might end up in a position where they are uh, at the top of the NFC, depending on how things shake out for other teams. Uh, what do you think about this game, Taylor? I don't know. Vikings coming in short string. They, I mean, shorthanded. And no Dalvin Cook. And no uh, Alexander Matthews, the backup runner. Well, he's questionable, but they're mm-hmm. probably preparing he's not going to play. So mm-hmm. you have to go with some guy named Boone. And we ain't <laughs> talking about Herman Boone. Yeah, I mean, RIP to him, he just passed away. I but, saw that. Um, RIP to Herman Boone. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And they remember, they just got back Adam Thielen. Is he 100%? So they're coming in kind of shorthanded. And Cowboys, I'm not Cowboys, the uh, Packers are coming in, you know. Uh, clicking. They're, they're clicking. I mean, they haven't been balling, balling, but they've been, you know, been shutting offenses down. And mm-hmm. Shutting offenses down. So. Uh, pack, I would probably have to give it to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, he's been playing well. He hasn't really thrown a bunch of picks in the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, uh, yeah and Devontae Adams, he's feeling like he's getting healthy. Um, and, you know, uh, you still got Jones. He's Jones and Williams are running the ball very, very well. But that defense is playing very, very well. So, I would have to give it to Green Bay, you know what I mean? Kind of, you know, I mean, they, they've been putting the stomp down on, on the Vikings the past couple of years anyway. So, um, we'll... We'll, 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 we'll get we'll, well not really but but the Vikings <laughs> the Vikings are kind of shorthanded this year and plus I think Kirk Cousins got this he's like 0 and 8 or 0 and 9 on Monday Night Football which is like weird oh my goodness you can't even get an accidental win you know what I mean so that's <laughs> that's a crazy stat I saw the other day I was like how you 0 and 9 so yeah I, I'm seeing Green Bay you know probably probably win this will probably be a little close though well you know what Minnesota Dalvin Cookless yeah. And I mean, for everybody out there that forgot, that doesn't remember, that got distracted by other stuff that's going on, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. He still balls. Yeah. He's still top, one of the top quarterbacks in the league, despite 
the Lamar Jackson effect and, you know, all these young guys that are coming up and doing their thing. Aaron Rodgers still knows how to sling it. So yeah, he's got like under four with maybe 3,500 yards passing, I think. Mm-hmm. But that, and that's considered a down year for him. Yeah, that, that's like, how you know. That's how you know you're too good. Green Bay is not in bad shape at all. As long as you, you got know, number 12 and, back there, you got a, you, you got a chance. And over the course of this season, with, as we've said on many occasions, a rookie coach, they are, at this point in Week 16, sitting at 11-3. and So, yep. you know, we're going to see how that plays out tomorrow. But, uh, you know, like I said, like you said, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that's going to be a pretty good game. At least hopefully it's a good game. Nobody wants to see a blowout at this point. No, usually the games this late, they use, I mean, especially division games, they're close, so. Yeah. I doubt it'll be a blowout, but, yeah, like, it's... I mean, Aaron Rodgers only got two interceptions this year. Like, that's crazy. Some people mm-hmm. thought two. Jamie Winston throws two interceptions in, in one in one minute. Yeah, I was gonna say in a quarter, but that cycle has me grow. No, in a minute, he threw two yeah, interceptions he, last no, yesterday he, in like a, a, in a span of a minute. You're absolutely two. right. You're absolutely one right. One got returned for a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers has two for the whole season. That's that's how you throw two touchdowns in a minute. One kind of has to get returned for a touchdown yeah. because so, e- yeah. either way, that's wild. Yeah, so I'm I'm a like I said, Green Bay. I think they should win that one. You know what I mean? They they they, they got a really good running game too. Mm-hmm. So they run the ball. They'll. I don't know if uh, the Vikings can start. Even though the Vikings had a, a crazy defensive performance last week with all the returns they had, but we'll see. It's yeah. gonna be a good game. I'll be I'll be I'll be tuned in. I'll try to catch a little bit of that one myself. I can't guarantee how much I'm gonna get, but you know it is Christmas week. However, on Christmas week note. I did get done my Christmas shopping today. Oh, okay. Taylor, you get done your shopping? <laughs> I've been done. There you go. E, you done your shopping? <laughs> e, giving me thumbs up, so that means he's done his shopping, too. For everybody out there listening, I hope you're done your shopping because you don't want to be out in this madness. Taylor wants to be out in the madness, but you don't want to be out in the madness. Man. I'm out in the madness just to see people just go crazy, but I don't actually buy anything. I just like to watch <laughs> people just, just go crazy. It's something to be said for the crazy. I'm gonna tell bro. you a story later on. You're not gonna believe what I saw yesterday. It's crazy. I'm, I'm trying to hear. I, I actually got to talk to you about a couple things. We got a couple stories to go over. Yeah, I but, got a story. Uh, that's gonna be in my thoughts. I, it's insane. Okay. And this is no cap. I'm telling the dead ass truth. I am looking absolutely forward to that right now. Yep. Just so you guys know, Taylor does not share his thoughts with me prior to the show. I don't share my minutes with him prior to the show. It's all like live on the spot. He tells me what is on his mind. I tell him what's on my mind. So. Y'all getting it like we getting it. So, uh, switching gears out of the football talk just a little bit. Last night was uh, an event. Uh, if you're a boxing fan, if you're a fan of the Sweet Science, uh, Tony Harrison squared off with Jamel Charlo. Uh, these two also fought last year, uh, which Tony Harrison ended up being the victor. Uh, but in this one, Charlo uh, came out on top and he advanced to 33-1. and while Harrison drops to 28-3. And Charlo regains his WC, WBC junior middleweight title, which he did lose last year to Harrison uh, in his one and only loss. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, Taylor. You said you caught the fight, right? Yeah, these guys, they don't like each other. All I got to do is just Google. I got to stop Googling. I got to stop promoting Google. They ain't paying us. But go and search... Um, uh, the Jamal Charlo and Tony Harrison press conference or pre-fight. They don't like each other. They be cussing. They go at each other. Talk uh, reckless. Call each, uh, I can't even say what they saying because I'm going to get bleeped, but it, they, they just go <laughs> at each other. Harrison don't like him at all. And I think after the fight last night when it was over, they had like a little bit of a moment, but it wasn't really like 
hey man, congratulate. It was still like, yeah, it's still a little icy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean Tony Harris is from Detroit, so yeah, I mean, he's one of the type of people, he might just hold a grudge, you know what I mean? But got that, got that was, little chip on yeah, his shoulder. Yeah, they were supposed to fight six months ago, but Harrison got, got injured, so then Charlie had to take another fight, and but he was a mandatory, so if they had to fight this, you know, this time, this time last year, Charlo lost because he was kind of like being lax, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're the champion, but you still got to go out and win these fights, and that's mm-hmm. why he got caught the L, and he kind of deserved the L, but this okay. fight, he kind of started, he started off fast, then kind of kind of fade in the middle round, but ninth, 10 round picked it up and dropped uh, Harrison, and Harrison kind of said his legs were underneath him because he hasn't fought in the past year because of the injury, but... Yeah. When you get in that ring, you gotta be ready. You gotta be TTG. You gotta be. You gotta be trained. Trained to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wasn't TTG, ready. TTG, baby. And uh, you know, it's um. You know what I mean, so Charlo got got the win, and uh, we'll we'll see what's next for him. But um, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be another rematch or something like that. I know Charlo's got bigger and better things he wants to do. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, it was a good fight though. It was a pretty good fight. And, he got knocked down twice, and the ref stopped it because he was getting he was getting his brain beat until the ref stopped it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, oh my goodness, it, it, was, it was a good stopper. You know, after a couple deaths this year, the refs are kind of all right. We gotta get we gotta stop the fight. We're not trying to have no more, you know, people get injured in these ranks. So. Yeah, you can't have things getting out of hand. Yeah, good fight. It was a good fight. I did catch a little bit of it, not a lot of it. I stumbled into a place, not stumbled. <laughs> I went into a place where uh, you know I, I was able to catch a little bit of it, but um, I, I was kind of making moves and then transition so I didn't see too much so I appreciate the fact that Taylor saw it last night and is able to share his uh, his review and his thoughts on the fight yeah it was a good fight it was a good fight mm-hmm. good fight so I guess we'll see we'll see what's next and uh, moving on from the box and talk exactly we will see what's next uh, but moving on from the box and talk we're gonna move into another sport and we're gonna get into some NBA talk Yes. Uh, the season is ramping up. We're getting into, um, you know, a, a pretty pivotal point in the season. Uh, but uh, our hometown 76ers currently hold a record of 21 and 10, which is good enough for sixth place in the East. Last, last week, they went 1 and 2, beating the Washington Wizards and losing to Dallas, uh, the Mavericks, and the Miami Heat. Yeah, because of the zone defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Type of crap is that you never seen it. The zone defense, every doesn't most teams play zone and they act like they didn't know what they was doing for you know two who, games. You know who I know who does play zone against the Sixers? Who? Boston Celtics. Oh yeah, they they exactly they play zone too. Like what what are y'all doing? Y'all act like I didn't know what y'all y'all act like I know what was going on. And they shut our boy Benji down. Yeah, man, they shut down um uh Embiid in the one game and then I don't know what happened in the second game, but yeah, they got a a stank win against a stank team in the Washington Wizards, but I need them to start stepping up because you got, you got, uh, I think at Detroit, and then you got um, the, the big uh, Christmas Day game against the Bucks. Man. Mm-hmm. So I need y'all to turn up, and I know Thibault's going to be out for a couple weeks because uh, he hurt himself yesterday with a bruised knee or breathed thigh, so he's going to be out. So you, you're losing a little bit of defense right there. So nah, nah, at nah. a bad impetus, that's, that's at the worst time possible. So that means there's going to be more of that uh, cork, corky man who I don't like. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not really a good look for so Thibault. They yeah, they better fire up uh, my man Trey Burke, man, because they're gonna need some points. They're gonna start out, out they're gonna have to start outscoring people. So mm-hmm. yeah, so they got a you know a little pivotal week coming up here with the with the, you know, especially with that Buck game. You don't you don't want to look you don't want to look raggedy on, on national TV. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. gonna be watching. We're coming up on the meat of the season, and yeah. you know, next week we got Christmas with five games on the 25th. Yeah. Uh so not to say that I think my boys are in bad shape because I believe in seven six, but uh, you know, the defense alone is enough to convince me. Uh, I, I've spoken to defense a couple of times up to this point, and I just feel like they're really solid. 
but uh, Taylor, what do you think about the Sixers up to this point, or you know, um, moving forward from here? One, one week they look good, one week they look raggedy. So I mm-hmm. don't know. Like I said, that's a long season. More than a quarter of the season, the way it's done. So you still got a lot of season to go. You know, they're gonna. Like, they, just, they just went through like a six or seven game win streak, and now yeah. they're kind of like in a funk right now. But I'm gonna need them to show up against some of these big teams they're gonna be going against the next next couple of days. I'm gonna need them to show up against um, Giannis. Giannis hit five threes against the. Uh, Against the uh, Lakers a couple nights ago, so Giannis, Giannis was pulling up like it was yeah. more comfortable for him to shoot a three than Giannis, go to the rack. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis couldn't shoot three four years ago, couldn't shoot at all. Yep. Now he's hitting five threes in the game. Like, yeah. salute to him for re- redefining his game and taking it seriously. Even though he's an MVP candidate and he's a certified always All Star, you know what I mean. But he's salute him every year. His game has gotten better. You know what I mean. So. You can uh, always tell the guys that are locked in the gym during the offseason. Yes, yeah, yeah, he he, he gets it in, and uh, so we're gonna see. I think the Eagles, the Sixers might get smacked by by the Bucks, but we're not gonna go picks. But <laughs> we're gonna, uh, yeah, we, we're gonna see in the next couple of weeks what's gonna go down because Toronto is better than we thought they were gonna be, and uh, the Boston Celtics are better than than they were thought to. Be. So Sixers yeah, gotta get yeah. back up in that, you know, in that in the between that one and three range. You know what I mean, so I mean, I'm pretty sure they will, but uh, they just they just gotta you know they gotta get together. Ben's got to get it together and bees he's been okay but i need and i need tobias harris he kind of slacked off these last couple of games so i need them you know get a little bit more consistent and then they got they got to get somebody else off the bench man i'm, I'm tired of boy ennis come off the bench just i don't know about that guy man see i'm i tried to hate on people but ennis is i got my eyes on that negro like i don't know about him well i keep telling you who's still available man who you keep acting like you don't remember what i'm saying no, don't give me no jamal crawford this, jamal Crawford. There, there's so many other guys that's available. Man, I don't mm. want no Jamal Crawford. I don't want a 40 year old man out there jacking up threes. I don't, it's, I don't that's, that's not what it's about, man. It's, it's about having some other team that's A, going to be a steadying force, B, going to be a bucket, and C, going to be a veteran influence to our younger players. Don't forget D. And when I mean D, I mean defense, which he doesn't, that Negro does not play. He never played no defense. Yeah, you know what? You, and you, 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 and you he's work, 40 you, years old, which means he ain't never going to play no defense. So. That's that, that's what you got workarounds they, for. They, 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 they better do some research and get some young people that can, you know, <laughs> at least play, play some defense, at least throw a hand up. And uh, get somebody, get, get just get somebody on the team, man. Because I'm we're not I'm, gonna get there right now unless we call somebody off off up yeah. off G League. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, Zion, hers, hers, Zion's not even Zion. doing that well. So I need them to just find somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody on on somebody's bench. I wouldn't mind like a Nicholas Batum. You know what I mean, like okay. get him That's in there. Not a bad like pick. That. That's you know not a bad pick. I like his game. That you know that that at least you know D you up and then hit a, a, a he'll hit an open three if he's open. Mm-hmm. But you Definitely. only you only gonna need it for 10, 12, 14 minutes. Yeah, that's it. Well, speaking of the teams that you said that are performing well up to this point, uh, Dallas is still balling. Denver is balling. The yep. Clippers are getting it in. Yeah. Uh, Miami is also holding their heat and salute to the Boston Celtics, still mixing it up and just. Looking as good, if not better, with Kimba Walker after the departure of Kyrie Irving. Yeah, Houston playing good too. Houston playing good as well. Yep. Uh, that's that's good to see. Uh, you know, considering their uh, mix this year of putting together Russell Westbrook and James Harden, because a lot of people didn't know how that was going to play off, including myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just it kind of seems like Russell Westbrook is comfortable with taking a slightly backer seat approach, uh, letting James Harden kind of be in the forefront, and uh, you know just kind of taking his spots where he where he needs to and where he can yep. to get his team to W. So that's 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 good for them. All right, yep. Uh, last week, unfortunately, we did neglect to mention the flamethrower of the week, 
uh, but that was James Harden, who put up 55 points in a win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this week's flamethrower finally knocking him off after a two-week streak, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks. We were just talking about Milwaukee. We were talking about Giannis. Uh, but he put up 48 this past Monday in a loss to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, a, the Bucks fell. He's uh, a problem, man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I think the first time I saw him was in a rookie sophomore game. And I was like, yeah, who is this guy? Now, like, I had never heard of him. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've been following him, I, like, I never heard of him before he got drafted. Yeah, no, And then not he got many drafted did. in, like, the 14th or 15th pick, uh, yeah. you know, right outside the lottery, right? mm-hmm. at the bottom of the lottery, wherever it was. He's gotten better and better every year, man. Like, I just, I like people that get better and better every year. I don't like people that just stay the same their whole career. This guy's gotten better. He's, you can't compare his, well, his fifth year to his second year. He's already above that. So, he's a beast, man. You look at pictures of Giannis when he first got drafted and pictures of him now. And yeah. given, yes, he was younger, but you could just tell that my man has been putting in the work, Paul. His shoulder, his shoulder, um, his shoulder. I mean, he, he's just, he's just fit, and he take, like I said, he takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, he's a beast. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins a chip in the next two years. Like, he's that motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's a beast, man. And after a game last week when they squared off against the Lakers, and you know, a lot of people were hyping it up with Giannis playing against LeBron and stuff like that. After the game, uh, the Bucks won, and people were asking Giannis about, um, you know, his his thoughts on things, and he was very mature about it. Uh, and he pretty much just said, like, listen, you know, LeBron James was the number one pick, Anthony Davis was the number one pick. Like those guys is kind of supposed to be where they're at right now. But me, you know, like Taylor said, I was picked in the middle of the first yeah. round, you know, towards the back end of the lottery, you know. So me being here right now, me just being discussed in the same breath and in the same conversation as people that was number one picks and that's going to f- be future Hall of Famers. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 great and that's big for him and and, and we want to salute him uh, and his humility in the the midst of his greatness and what he's doing right now. Uh, we we really appreciate it. How many times have you like watched the draft and you say, oh, if this guy puts it all together, this guy's a project, mm-hmm. and then they you don't ever hear from him, but he was. That same guy. Yep, project and he, guy. And project guy was if he could be, he'd become everything if not more. So yeah. I gotta salute people like that. Cause a lot of times we'll, we'll hear that and uh and you'll hear all oh, this guy's a project and he was doing this overseas, but if he comes here, you work with this and do that and do that and get this together and play some things. And then he he did it. Some yeah. guys don't ever do it. They, you don't ever see him again. But this guy did it and like I said, he's he's always gotten better. So like I was saying earlier, the Bucks did fall in that one, one twenty to one sixteen for their only loss of the week. Out of uh, only two games they played last week, so I guess it was a little slower for Milwaukee. Uh, but they still sit atop the Eastern Conference with a record of 26 and four, yeah. while the West is still being run by the LA Lakers with a record of 24 and five. Um, although I did see some uh, reports about LeBron possibly sitting out. Um, I don't know if it's tonight or if it's a, a game coming up in the next couple of days, but it's due to uh, some uh, discomfort that he's feeling. Um, and he's denying that it's any type of uh, load management or anything like that. So he's lying. That's that that might not be the best thing for that the Lake lying. Show. But Taylor, was there anything in particular last week that uh, kind of stood out to you or that caught your attention as far as NBA stuff? I was just talking about Giannis, man. I, uh, okay, listen, okay. I, I pay attention to the good players. I don't okay, get, we're gonna I don't keep it on Giannis. Then. I, I don't pay attention to like the C or D. I'm gonna yeah. talk for them. Like yeah. the thing with the NBA, when you're above everyone else. 
I don't have time to be paying attention to like little, <laughs> to little, you know what I mean, to uh, to, to the Terry Rozier's and the and the uh, Zach Levine. I don't have the time to be looking at those Negroes. They ain't going nowhere. Listen, man, Meek once famously said there's levels to this. So I don't want to. You, you got to pay attention to people that's on them higher levels. You yeah, can't be on looking the down levels, too low. I'm not looking at. Oh man, Evan Fortnier. I mean, he's real. No. Now, if you happen to look low and you see some potential off a young guy, then that's different. But no. you can't be focused on the guys that just Come haven't on, really man. progressed past a certain point. I remember somebody was talking about something on DeMar DeRozan. I said, who? who? I said, he's not good. He don't even shoot threes. Like, I don't look at him. Get him out of here, man. I'm not looking at no B and C and D list players. I'm looking at the, the A's. You know what I mean? I'm looking at all the people on that on the upper echelon, man. I'm not looking at no B or D. I look at the top people. It's about eight, nine, ten of them. Maybe 12. You know what I mean? So I was looking at Giannis. Giannis was putting in that work. I mean, I hate to be like that, but, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking at. I was looking at Giannis putting in work, getting that team better. Remember, they lost Malcolm Brogdon, so he, he looked and said, oh, I got to do more. I like that. He's not out there looking, oh, I need, to, I need a super. I need somebody to come. He said, oh, I just lost one of the second best player on the team. I'll let, make let, up let, for it. Let me step my game up. Yep. Not know, oh, well, I, I need help. Like some Negroes out here, they, need, they always need help from somebody. They don't gotta, need no help. Got to bring a couple guys in, you know. I, I, I need to bring this guy in for me to for me to come to. No, man, I'm here. I am the man. Let, let me do what I gotta do. I, I'll I'll get better. I'll put on 15 more pounds because I might be in the paint more. You, you you mean to tell me we don't gotta send out the recruit team? Yeah, send out recruit teams and calling people through tech. Yo, we get together on this team. If I uh cat if I uh opt out and then if you opt out, we can go to this team and we can be a super. No, he ain't doing it. He just saying, listen, man, let's let's go. I'm I'm here. I'm trying to win right. Right now, we don't, we don't got like set up special dinners. Yeah, and, such you know, special stuff like dinners. That. You know what I mean? Rocking flip flops. Not now, man. Let's get, let's get, <laughs> let's get in now. I'm here right now. Let's go, man. Please, man. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, bro. bro. Salute to Giannis. Salute to the Bucks up in Milwaukee. Yeah, balling in that well, cold. We got three losses. Is it three? Are they twenty-two and three or something like that? They got like Tw- a twenty-six and four. Damn, that's crazy. Catching wreck on people. Getting it. Yeah. So. uh Moving on, transitioning from that uh, sports talk just a little bit, we're going to get a little bit of in- entertainment talk. Um, in the past couple of weeks, you know, a few kept, few episodes over the course of this first season, we've incorporated some discussion about uh, music, uh, some stuff about movies, some stuff just about entertainment in general. Uh, and our second top five is going to be so, uh, dedicated to music as well. But before we get into our second top five, me and Taylor spoke about it briefly before we got on tonight. And um, he gave me his opinion about it, and his opinion was not particularly as high as mine on these two projects, but I just want to give a quick shout-out to Cameron, who dropped a project this past Friday, Purple Haze 2. I said it was good. You did say You said it was all right. All right, man. It was good. I mean, it wasn't great. Nah, nah. It's the tone. All right, well, I, listen, I, like I said, you, I told you. I, I, I said, yo, what you think about that killer season? You said, it's all right. It's all right. Exactly. See, you can hear it right there. You said, it's all right. That's that's not a really good thing. That's like. Is it, monu- yeah. is it monumental? Is it, quote, unquote, purple rain? No, it's not that. But, you nah. know, it's good to hear Cameron still spitting bars. He has, he has some rhyme quotables. It was yeah. good. And, and just the way that you responded to it, it's like, all right, if I come across that on, like, satellite radio I might stop and listen to it but yeah. I'm not really gonna put the joint on in the will the thing is for me man if I'm listening to it a month from now it's a good project if it's out of sight out of mind within the next week then it might not like 
it's not that like I hate to say it, man. I, I like what the young people are putting out. People are kind of people get at me like, oh, you like the, yeah, because they're, they're keeping it thriving. Rap has never been better than than, than it's been ever. People don't hate when I say that. And listen, I don't got no problems with the young boys, with yes. you know what they're doing right now. A lot, a lot of stuff that's going on. Yes. But I don't want to, you know, neglect or forget the people that was the young boys and that was popping when I was a young yeah. boy, like Cameron, like you know, different people like from that era, from the '90s, from that mid '90s era that was, you know, putting out music that I grew up. All right, forget so, it. I'm just saying. I saw Cameron in the video with some guns, and that kind of set me off. It set me yeah, that's, to the. That, now that's 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 <laughs> that, different. That's kind of what it is. He was that's in the a video the point. with some I guns, see the video. and every Negro in that gun looked like they either owed child support or they was they had warrants. <laughs> they look crazy. They had like they had they they had too many guns. I said, Cam, you are a man of a certain age. Like you don't have to do that no more. You don't have to have old niggas in the video with with, with guns and and Dracos and machine. You don't have to do that. Like you're a legend. When you're 40 plus, you don't really have to have straps in the video because people know yeah. either you got the strap on you or you got a couple people around you that got the strap he on looked, them. He looked crazy. I think this came out earlier this year. I don't know if the, that song actually on it might be, but so that's, I mean, I, Camp, Killer Cam's my guy, but come on, man. You don't have to be in the videos like that. But so I, I went all the way off into a tangent. Go ahead. It's cool. Let's, it it, it let's happens. Get, let's get back to where, where we was at. Sometimes we float off. It's cool. It happened to me earlier. It happened to you now. Yeah. It's just an episode for that. Yeah, let's go. But... Uh, the other salute I wanted to give was to Currency. I was speaking about him a couple episodes ago as well. We was just talking about him with uh, Prestige Worldwide, the project he put out with Smoke Dizza. He came out with a part two to a project that he put out a few years back called Weekend at Bernie's. Very popular movie back in the 90s, late 80s, I believe. I've seen it. Hilarious movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Weekend at Bernie's. But the project today was called, uh, the project from Friday, I'm sorry, it's called Back at Bernie's. Yeah, Back at Bernie's. It wasn't, uh, no, it was good. Um, Taylor, it was okay. How'd you feel about it? It was okay. It was all right. It was okay. It was cool. I mean, I like listening to new music, so it was new. Uh, what's the song? Arrangement? That's the joint I like. But everything else, you know, everything was cool. But you know, like I said, it's a good project. I like when Currency puts out this, you know, track after track. He's put out mm -hmm. like three or four projects in the last, like, like month, month and six a half, months, you know what I mean? yeah, so, like three months. He's he doing his thing, yeah. You know I mean, so it was a good, good, good to listen to that. It's cool. I my joint the, on that, there that, 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 is a uh, project, yeah. Okay, my my joint on there is a song that's called Decisions. I like that a lot. No, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, joint, just yeah. just as a whole, it's it's, it's a good body yeah, of work. Solid, I believe. Yeah. It's good to put out, you know, new music. Maybe like mm -hmm. a month from now, I'll just feel like, yeah, I think I, I kind of missed this. You know yeah. I mean? Let me listen to it again. You know what I mean? So it's it's solid. And it's right in his lane, and you know. The, the vein of what he does musically. So. Oh, the Juicy J song is hot too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's on his heart. So our second edition to top five, uh, being that we're coming up on the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, a new year, but not just a new year, a new decade. Uh, we're going to talk about our top five albums of the decade, which is going to be from 2010 to 2020. All right. And, uh, you know, a lot of stuff came out over this period. There was a lot of um, really good music, a lot of stuff that I enjoy. I look back over stuff that came out over this time, and I just I think about where I was and what was going on in my life when this stuff came out and when I was banging it in my car. So um, it, 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 again, took me back and, and made me feel good about not just where I was then, but where I am now. So uh, getting into my five. Uh, at number five, I'm going to put... Two chains. Pretty girls like trap music. All right. 
came out in 2017, yeah. which was just two years ago. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, it was his most classic album up to this point. Uh, he had joints on there, joints on joints. Uh, the production was good. Uh, the, the, sonically, it, it sounded great. Uh, the lyrics on there was good. Two Chains always does his thing as far as the lyrics go. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. And at that point in time, I was going through something where I was really dedicated to something that I was trying to do. And there's a song on there called Rolls Royce. Oh, Big. I remember that song, yeah. And that was a song that was really motivational to me at that point in time. And then there's another song called, on there called It's a Vibe. Oh, yeah, with Trey and... Um... Name Janae, Janae, Janae Aiko, Aiko? Aiko? Yep. whatever. I don't know how to say that girl's name. I ain't talking about yeah. And that song is a vibe. So if you want to listen to something and just max out and chill, throw that one on. Yeah, my my joint is blue cheese. That's my joint. Blue cheese. Blue cheese on my all white. <laughs> I'll bang it hell out that. Joint. All right, all right, definitely, definitely. So number three, uh, we're gonna get into a joint that's by one of my favorite uh, musical acts, musical. Um, Artist, uh, we speak about him, or well, I speak about him a good amount. We actually just talked about him a little bit ago, uh, but that's Currency, and that was a project he put out in 2016 called The Legend of Harvard Blue. All right. Uh, and The Legend of Harvard Blue from front to back, I can listen to that joint, no skips. Um, I feel like that was one of the joints that he might have did in, in a closet or like in a low budget period of time because you could just hear certain things on the production. But either way, um, I, I really enjoyed that project and that album. So that's that's my number number four. All right, all right. Number three. We're gonna take it out west and we're gonna get into a project that came out. It was uh, one of my m most early uh, on my list, uh, but it's Good Kid, Mad City. Oh. It was Kendrick Lamar's, technically his second album, although Section 80 was like a mixtape. K-Dot. Uh, but on, on the West Coast, Section 80 is definitely looked at as an album. Uh, but I like Good Kid, Mad City a lot. It was some joints from there that I really enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> B, Don't Kill My Vibe. Uh, that joint was hard. That That's definitely a vibe. Um, Sing About Me, I like that one a lot, although the message behind it is a little somber. But uh, just as far as the song, I, I like that one. All right. Number, number two, two right? Number right. two, yep. We're going to take it up north to uh, the Great White North, and it's going to be everybody's favorite Canadian, uh, other than Tory Lanez, and that's Drake. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say other than Tory Lanez. I should say other than Tory Lanez and Doug Flutie. Because we was just talking about Doug Flutie our last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, and he's a fantastically great Canadian, uh, legendary football player, quarterback. But uh, back to Drizzy. Uh, Take Care came out in 2011, and that's the earliest project that I have on my list. But uh, that 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 one has joints on it. Uh, I can go back to Take Care right now, listen to something, and it'll take me immediately back to where I was at that point in time and what I was going through. Um, so yeah, that's 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 a banger right there. Take take care. That's that's my joint though. That, that's the one. Um, I just said purple rain. That's his purple rain. That's his mm -hmm. best album he put out. Second album. It's too many. Or third album, whatever he was considered. I, that's his second studio album. I don't know about the other ones before that. The so far going and all yeah. the ones he put out. But that's his. Well, with him, him and um, Cash Money. That was a dope album. 
take care. It's too many joints on there for me to start listing off the ones yeah, that yeah, I the like. The Underground King and uh, what's that joint called? Uh, uh, y uh, uh, HYFB uh, L yeah F a- right. HY yeah. Yeah, that's that's my joint with the rock and roll. Um, yeah. Riffs. That's a that's that's a good that's a good CD. Who could forget Lord knows? Yeah, Lord knows with Rick Ross that mm-hmm. yeah, and the uh, joint with uh, Wayne and the Andre 3000, real her like yeah, just all them joints are doing. But I, I, I couldn't hate on Drake for that. So my number one album of the 2010s on my list that wasn't actually technically an album, although it was like an EP slash mixtape. And I got to give a big shout out and salute to my man E because he was playing joints off this when we first came in the top shelf in the studio tonight. He's in my top two favorite rappers, favorite hip hop artists, Fabulous. It was his second trilogy after There's No Competition. Some say one of his best bodies of work as far as a series goes, but The Soul Tape 2 came out in 2012. Another uh, project that has too many joints on it for me to mention, but uh, that, that, that was a good one. That was a good one that I liked a lot. And that period in time was good for me too. A, a lot due to the music that I was listening to, but that's that's my five. <laughs> soul, soul tape two. Soul tape two. That was a classic, man. That was a classic. Yeah. So All tell right, what uh, you got for your five. My five are, uh, you know, that I, I, I stretched it, uh, you know, from beginning of the year to the end of the year. So, okay. um, you know, you, there's some stuff you, you, you've heard of them before. Mm-hmm. But uh, my number five is uh, actually, it's a fabulous track, but it's the, the Young OG Project. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, that, that drone from all the way down from, from number one to number four. I like the, uh, remember, I remember I was telling you about the... Um, the last song, what's the last song called? The I'm Young OG drum. The Young OG Project, where he switched up the beat. And he was yeah. like, no, he messed up from, from I nah, just listen to it, because he, he put the he, extra verse on there, he talked about his kids. I thought that was dope. So, he had a uh, song called Young OG on the Soul on Tape Soul 3. Tape three and then last then, track. Yeah. That's by far one of my favorite Fab songs ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then on Young OG Project, he did it again, yeah. switched up the beat a little switched bit, up the beat. threw another verse on it. Yeah. Taylor liked that one better. Yeah. He had a joint over there, I'm Good, with uh, Rich Homie Quan. That was my joint on that project. Uh, we good with Rich Homie <laughs> He had Homie a wordplay joint called, was, is it Rap Sex? Oh, that, that's my joint, man. Mm-hmm. Me and his females like listen to that song. But he, that, that, that from one all the way down, and of course the first song, Lituation, and then he got yeah, the chocolate that, drop with uh, chocolate uh, cinnamon apple with uh, Kevin Hart doing yep, this, yep. trying to be funny. But it, <laughs> it was a, it was it was a good CD from number one to number what thirteen or fourteen. It was it was a, it was a good project. Yeah, so. the Nas sample joint too with going for the winner. Yeah, going for the winner. Yeah, like I said, it was, it was a it was a solid project. That's one of my favorite joints he put out. Number five, definitely. Uh, number four, my stuff was all uh, uh, jumbled up, but uh, okay. I know number four is number four is, and I've been coming at these two dudes for for years. But they put out a project back in two thousand eleven that people forget about. And it's to watch the throne. I, okay. I, I got to put some respect on, on the Jigga Man Jay and, Kanye. and Crazy Kanye. I mean, that joint, when that joint came out, it came out right before my birthday in mm-hmm. August. And I remember everybody was banging that joint. And they, 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 they when they came out, no one knew they were doing it. Everyone yeah. knew they did a song called Ham earlier that year, but they didn't yeah. know they were coming out an album. And all you do is you heard Otis. And after you heard Otis, oh, yeah, the, the album comes out in like three or four days. So mm-hmm. I always got to put respect on that. Um, and, and they won so many Grammys off of that joint. But Love that album. Not, not without the Grammys and stuff. It was a good CD. Yep. Um, 
what's the joint called? What's something? To, was uh, something to excellence? Uh, what's it called? Murder to excellence. Murder to excellence. That, that joint was that joint was hard. They would they would spin some hard bars on that joint. So I always got to put respect on that joint. Uh, no church from the wild. Yep. Uh, yeah. That 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 joints, CD, joints, that, joints. That, that, that CD was that 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 whole project was dope. You know what I mean? So I always got to put respect on 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 you know when when two legends get together and do that. You know, kind of create a moment. So. And there was a song on the bonus. I'm sorry, the deluxe version of that album. The last song called I think it was the last song. It was called the Joy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The that joy. is my. Yeah. Banger right mm-hmm. there. Bro. Yeah, they got that, it. That, it's, that, a, that's... it's a couple joints on there that I just, just I'm just like, yo, these joints are just it's this this is this is crazy. Yeah, man. Uh my number three. Number three. I'm gonna go with Kendrick Lamar, but I'm not gonna go with Good Kid Man City. I'm okay. gonna go with I'm gonna go with Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn was crazy. <laughs> Damn is hard. It came and he came out and he was he was he was spitting bars, man. That's yeah, probably man. the best I've ever heard from Kendrick. Came out in 2017, uh and that 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 joint that that joint go hard. The joint he did with U two, that's probably my favorite joint. Okay, okay. yeah, he, he just got so many bangers on that joint. Oh, and the, uh, what's the called, song called Love when he's kind of like singing? Mm-hmm. That joint, yeah, that 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 I still listen to that now. Like that's yeah. a good CD. You know I mean? Yeah, so, that so that can go into the the, yeah, the playlist early. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick, that that joint was crazy, man. So uh, salute to Kendrick for that that damn CD, man. He he really grew up on that album. You know? Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll I'll put some respect on his name for that. And by the way, in case anybody forgot or did not know. Damn did win a yeah, Nobel won a, Prize. Yeah, won a, yeah, some type of Nobel Prize for for writing or yep, something yep, like that. Yep, yep. Salute yeah. to Kendrick. TDE. Um, yeah, yeah, that was man, that was that, that, that was a good project. Yep, yep. Uh, my number two. It's, I don't want to say it's a tie because <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna name both these albums, but I'm gonna explain to you why. Okay. And that's a KOD by J Cole and Rick Ross's "Rather You Than Me." I had to, okay, put, okay. I couldn't leave one of them off. I not bad, do not bad at but all. I'll, I like both of them. Drinks. I'll go through it real fast. Rick Ross had a, had a moment. He he kind of came at Birdman, but he had a song <laughs> called Santorini Grease. Oh man, just that, that song just <laughs> and, 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 and he just was spitting the whole joint. No hook. That joint is just that, that song. That, that whole joint just goes so hard. He had a joint there with Wale and uh, I think it's, it's, it's a Wale and um, Young Thug. But the whole the whole C, the whole CD is just dope. He was spitting his ass off. And yes, then, man. And then KOD. I mean Kendrick. I mean not Kendrick. Uh, J Cole just came out of nowhere with that joint. And yes, that sir. joint went hard, man. That joint went hard, man. Uh, what's the joint called? He had uh, the Richard 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 Pryor sample. Oh with, yeah, I like that one. Uh, a whatever lot. that track is called. Y'all, my, y'all, I just got the names of the CD. Y'all don't have the names of the actual song. Y'all Y'all know what these are, but KOD was just that that, that joint was hard, man. Uh, KOD, so I can't just leave one of them off. I gotta put both on there. It was a two-way tie for number two. Yeah, you know I mean, is uh, uh, Kendrick is um, uh, Rick Ross. I think that came out in early sixteen, or did it come out? It came out early seventeen. Okay. And uh, and KOD came out later on that year. So they both came out. No, KOD came out last year, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. All right. Okay. And we'll get to number one. I'm still banging this track right now. He's one of the youngins. He's on the come up, but I've been following this guy for like the past five or six years. Okay. I don't care if, if you're saying Taylor, what you're talking about. I, this joint was a vibe. I still listen to this joint. That's Travis Scott Astro World. Okay. F you if you don't like that CD. That joint goes hard. For one to 16, just get me hyped. That joint is just, that came out uh, last summer. And I still listen to that joint now. Like that, 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 that's one of my favorite albums I've heard. And that young man just put that, put the work in for that joint, man. Uh, I love, heard that. I heard love, that. Love Astro World uh, tour was crazy. 
It was, man. If I probably went down, I probably would have probably had a heart attack. But <laughs> them young kids be jumping in the in the crowd. They be going crazy. But Astro World, that whole CD, just it kind of like gives you a visual of what the kids are, are like now. They ain't about lyrics and stuff like that. It's just all about feeling good. You know what I mean? So yep, you put yep. that joint on around a 22 or 23 year old, and they go crazy. And he actually had an album that came out a couple of uh, maybe a, you know a year and a half prior. Him and Quavo put out an album. Was it Cactus Jacks and Honcho Honcho Jack? Uh-huh. I was actually gonna put that on there too, but like I said, we only had to do work with five, and I ain't trying to have y'all here all night. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the Astro. That that's my joint, man. The production was great. The uh, samples were great. The joint he did uh, the sicko mode that was that was great. Uh, no bystanders. Uh, what's the joint he did with um, I think it was called What Where What Where Why What Where When or something like that he did that with the Migos mm-hmm. he just had bangers on that joint and everything was just hitting hard you know what I mean so and I like when I wake up when I listen to this I want, I want to be woken up so that, that joint woke me. I, said, I said oh damn this, this Negro's going hard from Houston go ahead go ahead young man getting it in man so Can't be mad at that. salute to him man yeah, he, yeah that, 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 that's one of my favorite joints of I, I couldn't that was going to be number one I started from there and I had to go with everything else so okay. yeah so salute to that I kind of spread Spread it out. You know what I mean, yeah. there, there was a couple of dead years in like 2013, 14, 15 where nothing was coming out. You know what I mean? But That's just regular mixtapes. You know what I mean? No album. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put some respect on Travis. Although one of your picks on your list did just motivate me to think about something that I haven't thought about in a while, but isn't one of my favorite joints. And it actually did come out in 2014. J. Cole. 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Hey, Forest Hills Drive was dope, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Forest I like Hills it. It Drive was, was great as far as the production, you know, the, the way he put things together lyrically. Yeah. My man did his thing. Jay Coleman coming out with some pretty good projects. Yeah, his last two or three projects have been really, really good. And I think he does all the production on his mm-hmm. joints. He don't even get nobody on there, so. And a lot but of people. K- but KOD, he just, he was just, he was a grown he was a grown man on that. Yeah, joint, so yeah I like no, that. Definitely. And a lot of people throw hate his way, talking about his music is boring and he's audio Nyquil and this that no, before. No, his, but this, this last CD, I thought it was more upbeat. And I thought I thought it was he had the ATM counted up, count up. That was an upbeat yep, joint. Yep. You know what I mean? That was they was playing that in the, in the NBA stadiums and all that stuff. So he he he, he can make tracks like that, but mm-hmm. he, I like what vibe he's on. He's staying in his lane. This yep. his music is good. I don't really I don't get at him like that. I, I like what he, he's needed for the game. The mic on the mic and the away team, Taylor. We all appreciate J. Cole. So, yeah, Jay, you, Jay Cole. You, 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 you not audio Nyquil over here. You get bang on my will any day. He puts the work in. Yeah, I'll put him in. He puts the work in. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, we're going to finish things up this week, episode 16, with our next edition of T's Thoughts. And he's going to get into a story he was telling us earlier. Uh, he didn't tell us the story, but. He said on the show that he was going to give us a story. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm what you keep, got to? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I know y'all out here doing all the shopping and everything like that. But I want y'all to just relax, man. It's the holiday season. You don't have to buy everybody a gift. Like, I don't buy too many gifts, man. Me, I'm a gift in myself. So, I come and see you and stuff like that. <laughs> I am a gift. You know what I mean? His so, presence is the present. You know I, mean? I am the present. You know what I mean? If you get to see me, you, know what I mean? you, should, you should consider yourself lucky. You know what I mean? So, but I, I was out yesterday in Macy's. <laughs> And I saw a man, <laughs> he was having a heart attack. I said, yo, but they, they, he had a bunch of people around him. He's holding oh his heart. God. He's doing too much, man. Like, it's the holidays. Relax, man. Chill. It's, it's, it's about the children, not about the grown-ups and everything like that. Grown-up think it's about them. It's about the kids. It's not yeah. for people. Like, once you, add, once, you, once you pass the age of 16, 17, <laughs> this is not about you, no you anymore. It's about, the, it's about the little kids and everything. So I want you grown-ass people that's, that's going from store to store to store, spending up all your damn money, maxing out all your cards to relax, man. It's not, it's not about you. Man, let's relax, man. I saw my man. He was grabbing his heart. 
He didn't know if he wanted to lay down. He didn't know if he wanted to stand. And they was calling the police. And he looked crazy. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I went in. I went to the store, looked at the department store. Up, oh, they ain't got what I want. And I walked right the hell up out of there. I'm, I'm not pressed. I'm not going to drive to another Macy's or another. <laughs> if you ain't got it, then I'm, I'm not driving all around the world for that. Please. I'm yeah. So my car can be flipped over on someone on someone's on someone's grass. No, I'm good. I'll catch you after Christmas. You know what I mean? But I want y'all to relax on the Christmas stuff, man. Like I love the holiday, but y'all going y'all going a little bit too hard, man. My man was about to pass out. He was sweating. He he, he looked. He had he had that look in his eye. <laughs> I, I, I didn't laugh, but I said, "Like it was about to go down." Yeah, I said, "Let me go. Let me get up out of here. Let me go in the crib and get my food and, 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 and go in the crib and um and relax and watch six again." I'm not out here pressed to be shopping for people that that don't really care about you. He was up in there over shopping, man. No, I <laughs> he do have crazy. A, I do have a question. Did the old man end up okay? He wasn't even old. He was probably in his mid to late forties. He wasn't oh that my old. God. He was a he was a not a young guy, but he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't in his fifties. He didn't have no gray hair on him, so he he was holding his chest. Somebody, I said, Lord Jesus. Somebody get that man a gym membership. Yeah, man, just relax, man. He had his family, and they talking. Well, he was a Spanish guy, so they talking Spanish. He didn't know what the hell was going on. I want y'all to relax, man, and chill, man. It's for the kids, man. For somebody the kids. get that man on a walking path. Yes, man. A lot of these kids. I remember ridiculous. when I was a kid, once I got me some 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 match some match uh, box cars from Hot Wheels, I was good. I didn't care about nothing else, man. Leave occupied. me alone. I was occupied for them t- from two, three days. You know what I mean? So don't go out overspending and stuff like that. It's not that deep, man. Like, I... I've seen people on Twitter just going on their parents because they didn't buy. Oh, I didn't get the new iPhone 11. F you, mom. No, it's not that deep, man. Not at all, man. Nah, man. So just just relax, man. On that shopping, man. You end up killing yourself, man. You want to make it to to the 25th. Yeah. Not you, pass out before it starts. Come on, man. Get the 25th. You want to make it to 2020. Yeah, just make it to 2020. You want to see don't, next year, man. You don't want to. You don't want to die at 26. Over the, shopping. The, the 26. My, my man was was holding his chest. I said, Oh God, this man. He, I, I don't know this man, but I know he overshopped. He doing too much. <laughs> That's just my. I could be wrong. He could have ate something wrong a couple of hours ago, but he was holding his chest. It was overwhelmed. He, he was looking like uh, like Red Fox. You know what's his name? <laughs> I'm coming home. I'm coming uh, home, Elizabeth. That's what he's looking, but oh. but wherever that is in Spanish, <laughs> me, I'm more coming. He was looking crazy, Mommy. man. Yeah, man, so just relax, y'all, please. I'm not making fun of the man, but just relax, man. Just chill. Just please. That's all I'm saying. Just relax on the holidays. All right, man. Well, y'all, y'all heed the T's thoughts because he, he he puts a lot of thought into it and he wants to, you know, affect people. I, put thought, I just thought that literally like like a couple hours ago. That, that was crazy. Well, he, he he just wants people to know what, what's on his mind. Yeah. And, you know, he, he cares about people, so. Not really, but I mean, like, come <laughs> on, man, relax, man. It's not that deep, man. I don't really care about nobody but myself, but like, <laughs> don't be out here just ODing, man. That's crazy, man. Like, people need their family. You out here ODing on shopping, man. Like, relax, man. Chill. Take your ass home and relax, man. Yeah, man. Home, home is the place to be, at least yes. this time of year when it's cold out. You can be warm. Out of the craziness, all the stuff that's going on. So, good words, good words. So, that's going to do it for episode 16. Y'all can catch us on Twitter and IG. As I said earlier in the show, at Sleep Is For You, that's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. Look out for new episodes, old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Check us out on sleepisforyou.com. We got some exciting things, like I said, coming over the next couple of days to week. And we got some very exciting things coming next year in 2020. We're going to have some merch on there. And we got some other great announcements uh, still to come. Um, and, of course, you can catch up, you can catch Tat Picks. Uh, we're just about wrapped for this week. We do have the game tomorrow night that we picked Green Bay over Minnesota. But catch us next week for more football picks. We got basketball picks coming soon. We got a lot of stuff going on. So it's exciting. I hope y'all are excited. And we appreciate y'all love, y'all support. 
And uh, Taylor, you got anything else you want to say? Nah, man. Merry Christmas and everything. Everybody, have a good holiday. Definitely, definitely. Merry Get Christmas. Happy New Year. We're going to see y'all next week. Episode 17. Uh, and we out, man. Water. <laughs>